this is Pondering Putan with Ajishi Otaro and Hachimitsu Boy. I'm Connor, and I'm here with my co-host, Neve. Hi, I'm Neve. And this is a lighthearted and uproarious comedy podcast that's dedicated to Eiji Nonaka's manga series, Kromarty High School. And today we are continuing our read-through of Volume 4 with Chapter 87, Facing Health, and Chapter 88, Electric Warrior. Uh, but before we start, I just thought we should have a moment of silence for Nerissa Ravencroft and her uh, sadly defeated Raven squad. Um, so let's just go ahead and do that now. Yeah. What what extra stings? We'll we'll, we'll do the moment. Of <laughs> okay. No moment of silence. No um, moment of silence. Okay. We'll 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 have some silence. Some dead air on this podcast. Seamlessly great for podcasts. Yeah. This is a very reverent moment of silence. So we're just... Okay. Ready? Go. All right. So you were saying? Uh, what really stings is that uh, my friend and other co-host, Autumn, was rooting against the Ravens. That's yeah. what really stings. Yeah. That's it's pretty unconscionable. Yeah. Gotta say. Um, there's just a lot of shame there. I feel like. Mm-hmm. I mean, not not that they feel the shame. The Chiefs don't need they, another like, win. They they don't. <laughs> they yeah, they really don't. Um, the Ravens could have used one. It's gonna be yeah. okay. We're not gonna do another sports ball episode. <laughs> uh, I was just gonna say, even though it would have like been a very ignominious defeat for me personally if the ravens Mm -hmm. went through and won it uh i definitely was cheering for them like i said last time and uh it would have been nice there were like some storylines there that would have been cool um it's and it's going to be a tough like they'll be in good shape like i said before they they always are um they'll have a chance next year but it's a hard road ahead. Um, they're gonna have a lot of turnover this off season, and they're gonna have to just like reload and come back. Um, and yeah, it's gonna be tougher next year. So, uh, Nerissa's gonna have to. She's got her work cut out for her. Her and DaCosta, yeah. they're really gonna need to uh, work work that draft board, <laughs> make some smart, uh, manage the cap well. Anyway, um, so yeah, so uh, as I alluded to, this means that I I won our NFL picks, uh, so I am pretty excited about that, um, especially the five hundred dollars that was at stake. Yeah, pretty, definitely. Yeah, so you can just Venmo that to me, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's going to be cool when <laughs> when I get that, because I, I know you're good for it. I, I will definitely do that for sure. Okay, cool. I already sent you a request like a couple of days ago. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it yet. Um, but it, just like go in. And, yeah, just whatever. Whenever you have time. Yeah. Uh, so chapters 87 and 88. What? so many things to say i just don't don't even know where to begin 
Yeah. Um. You know. Yeah. Like I do, I, I do but like I don't know where to be. <laughs> if we had a gorilla go. to talk about, I feel like I would be able to handle it. Yeah. If it just if there yeah. If a gorilla just like came in, entered into the chapter at some point. Yeah. That'd be nice. Mm, I still don't think I would have been able to handle it. <laughs> the doctor is kind of funny. The- so yeah, the the doctor and the doctor is also like one of the best early bits in the show. Uh for people who have watched Kumarani High School, the the anime. Um the the doctor is like I feel like the performance of the doctor is really good. It's like mm-hmm. the the joke is good already in the manga and then the way that it's performed like really sells it too in the anime. Um But yeah, uh I I the the thing that I'm like hung up on is uh, so I feel like had had we seen Mekazawa not a motorcycle before this moment you like, might need to rephrase that question well okay Mekazawa was not a motorcycle <laughs> Mekazawa became a motorcycle had we seen Mekazawa turned back into regular Mekazawa not motorcycle Mekazawa before this chapter that is a very good question. Uh, I feel like we had, but now that you're bringing it up, maybe not. I'm yeah, like thumbing. I'm thumbing through the. I don't have volume three in here, um, because I feel like Mekazawa was Mekazawa ever on the train. I feel like Mekazawa was not on the train. I don't believe so. Uh, That's a missed I'm, opportunity, honestly. Yeah, we spent we spent a lot of time on the train. Well, but I mean, if he if he was a motorcycle, like. Yeah, but you it would have been a good bit for them to just like pan out and like Mekazawa is the train. Yeah, yeah. Or um, just the question of why is there a motorcycle on the train? Yeah, like it, when it repeats the horse bit, it could have been like Mekazawa rampaging instead of the horse. Yeah. Like, why is this motorcycle going crazy? Um. So, yeah, I don't know if you have volume three on hand. Um, I don't. But uh, there was something I saw Mekazawa and I was like, oh, Mekazawa's not a bike anymore. Right. With the doctor. Um, and then the Mekazawa gets a referral and he goes to uh, a specialist. Right. Right. Um, and then loses his memory. Yes. And it was it was so gutting to go from. Here is Mekazawa restored to here's Mekazawa like robbed of uh his like his, identity. His, yeah, his, his like all, all like memory and all the ways that memory informs who you are. Yeah. And he's basically yeah. like factory reset. So Yeah. It's not just his identity, it's also like all of his settings. Yeah. And all of like the apps and everything. Oh my god, I hate having to re- reset it's that so stuff. So fucking blows. Oh my god, I invest like so many hours into. Well, now we're just talking about cell phones, and Mechazel was not a machine, so we we really shouldn't compare him to one. Yeah, um, but I'm just like slight ranty tangent. It sucks so bad to have to like reprogram. Your, your phone 
Yeah. Because it's just like hours out and hours over. I And I normally keep my phones for like a very long time because I just try to... I try to switch them out as little as possible. I try to maintain them like really well. Um, so it's just like hours of little like tweaks and stuff over the course of years. And then I just have to, have to redo it all. It sucks. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. Uh, so yes, no, that was devastating. <laughs> the, uh, and not only because it reminded me of having my phone reset, uh, but also like for Mechazella. You just really feel for for the guy. Yeah. Uh, I also thought the so we have this um, the moments when the doc it's like cutting to the doctor's like internal rage uh, and his like his unspoken thoughts. Yeah. Um, where is this? Like, cause it's the same framing. So the first one is like, oh, wait a minute. How can I just hold up the stethoscope so calmly? And it's a close up of his face, but it's in that like gray, uh, like that grayer tone, um, that is indicating this like other space, this like interior space that's happening. Yeah. And then the following two panels. So it flips and now it's like, you know, you're looking at him over his shoulder, like from behind. And you're following it, and then you zoom out, and it's still like, so you're just zoomed out, and you see that he's like facing some, he's facing the curtain, and his arms are crossed, but well, it's just like a complete other moment in time. That's like, well, no, no, because so look on the right side of that panel. Do you see those two lines and the shade marks? Mm-hmm. How could you not recognize our friend Mekazawa? Oh, yeah. But is he, like, turning a... So, okay, so... Yeah. No, I see it now. Yeah, Two so panels he... prior, he actually does turn away. Yeah, he turns away. He then does turn back to, to again, like, try to listen to Mekazawa. Right? And then turns away again. Well, but, yeah, so to, he finishes in, in, Mekazawa. To, to quote you talking about uh, Nana... In our Ghost Divers episode, um, <laughs> he, he's he's you know turning away, not not turning. turning away. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's turning away from yeah. Kazawa. Not going to solve yeah. any problems that way. Uh, but yeah, then he goes. Instead, back, so- all he's left is the assumptions that we that we hold, right? That yeah, fill in the space where like the truth or the facts if we like we're actually turning towards would be yeah and just yeah push it just pushes you farther apart because mm-hmm. you just like fill that space with all of your like fears and yeah. all of your like anger <laughs> and a gorilla <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and a gorilla yeah sometimes yeah. uh when it's really bad it, it it does it can be the gorilla uh but yeah, so then he like, I I still think this is funny though, even though it's not quite as like, uh, sudden like dramatic shift, uh, soliloquy mode. Yeah, I do still think it's funny because it's like, okay, there's a a way that like the 
the mise-en-scene like makes sense now that you explained it but then mm-hmm. he like it, it goes back and it happens again without nearly as much so he finishes with mekazawa um and then mass takenochi comes in and with mass takenochi uh he doesn't even like put the stethoscope up we don't like see him turning and we don't see mass takenochi in the frame where he's like turned it's just like a sudden reintroduction of the like same uh <laughs> like the same framing uh and yeah. that feels more like an abrupt like cutaway uh that it like is just in his mental space where he's like slowly descending into madness mm. uh yeah and then he has mass takenochi to remove all of his clothing uh which of course this part i actually didn't understand because he's like okay remove all your clothing and then the only clothing mass takenochi has on is his boxers yeah but and so he starts he taking starts- off his boxers and he's like no not that so i don't understand what he's supposed to remove yeah like what? this part of the manga didn't make sense to me either i yeah you know I felt like there was supposed to be some joke here or something. It felt like maybe it was like we were like, there was some sort of confusion. We were almost going to see like, you know, his butt or something was just, if he, that's Crow High the movie humor, that's not Crow High the manga. Absolutely. Humor, normally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause what else yes. could he, what else would he need to remove? I don't understand. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I don't get the joke. Uh, yeah. Or it, the joke might just be that the doctor's incompetent, or he's like so confused after Mekazawa. Oh yeah, yeah, and disoriented that he doesn't know like what clothing is anymore. Yeah, or, like what is and isn't. Uh, and then yeah, of course the uh, the gorilla comes in. Yeah, and that's pretty. That's pretty funny. I mean, I guess. Really, the confusing part is the part where he says, you know, that's not what I'm referring to, as Mass Takenochi's taking off his shirt. Because Mekazawa is not wearing any clothing. He's taking off all of his clothing, right? Right, yeah. He's not, he's not wearing underwear here. You know, he doesn't have boxers or briefs or anything. And the gorilla doesn't either. Yeah, so then why does he want Mass Takenochi to keep his boxers on? Especially when he's yeah. telling him in the prior panel, like, take all of your clothing off. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, this is like one of the more absurd jokes in the in the volume, I think. It just like yeah. goes yeah, it it just doesn't make sense. Um and then we have the shot of the school, like the last panel is kind of odd as well. It's one that you just don't even consider when you're reading it. But now, uh, yeah. as I'm, like, paging back through, I'm just like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> he, he, like, goes to the rooftop, I think. Right? Yeah, but then it's a weird shot from, like, it's just the corner of the rooftop. Yeah. It doesn't even have the doctor in it. This is very much like, I needed <laughs> one more panel here, <laughs> and I didn't know what to put yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so chapter 88. Uh, and this is the really the really tragic one, like you were saying. 
uh, I like Kamiyama's determination in the, uh, let's see, fifth panel. Yeah. Just his expression. Yeah. That doesn't really match what he's saying, but he just looks so determined. Like, more so than I've ever... Uh, more so than I remember seeing in a while. Yeah. Um. Also, I I do think that Makazawa could still get some sort of serious illness. You know? Yeah. Like what? Like, I think you still gotta watch out for viruses and stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. It's true. Yeah. Like, COVID's really contagious. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious how contagious it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um... And then... I was just laughing because it's funny because this was written in, like, what, 2003 or something? When, yeah. When this was published? Yeah, uh, like... 2002 is the copyright in the back the back of the book. Uh, yeah. So, it's, it's so the just, joke is that it's, like, it's so a, contagious yeah. it can go back in time. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's almost like it could go back in time and just be, like, a slightly different version of itself, but still, like, exist <laughs> in an earlier time. You know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that Bekazoa could definitely get that uh get like past COVID in this. Yeah. So Kamiyama's just wrong. Or um, Y2K. <laughs> yeah. Well I think he would have yeah. Well, the delayed yeah, that, delayed Y2K. Yeah, it would have been it would have been dealt with unless it's l- unless his clocks were off. <laughs> it's a long Y2K. Yeah. <laughs> I got that long Y2K. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> I've still got that. Um, so, yeah. The uh, the maintenance scene where Mekazawa is, like, strapped down to the table. Yeah. that. I think it just goes to your point of this being, like, subtly a very distressing... Scene. Yeah, and and he's got like a tool to Makazawa's head, which is just like, like there's like a lobotomy basically happening in this chapter. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and then um, when you turn the page, the close-up of Makazawa, I don't think anything is different about how it's how he's illustrated, but just somehow like in this context, and then just the the way the close-up works, he looks so blank. Yeah, like after this. Uh, reset that has like the lobotomy, uh, like resonance. Yeah. And then there's something else. Like well, we can take that further. So there's something like allegorical about this. Where I think this is an allegory about healthcare. And like, uh, capitalism. You know? Yeah. Where it just, like, objectifies... Like, it's so mixed up, right? So, people are, like, turned into machines. And there's a way that the way, like, the healthcare system just kind of constructs, like, Even in the previous... 
Yeah, even in the previous uh, chapter, where it it was, it felt more lighthearted. There's still like Mekazawa has to assert to the doctor, that is my back. You know, just like the level to which, like the patient has to be the person who's advocating it, like for all their, like even basic things. You know, like that's you. You are currently listening to my back. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. the the basic things, like you know, the arrangement of your body, and also yeah. like the stripping like, of the. Clothing. You told me to take off my clothes, and then I started taking off the all the only clothes I had left on, and you told me don't take off that clothes. Like, what do you want from me? You know. Yeah, and like, okay, remove all your clothing. You know, there's like this dehumanizing. Yeah. Why? Why do we remove the clothing? Why does it have to be all of it? Just so like you're completely exposed, you know, to this doctor's authority. Uh. And then the doctor, yeah, misinterprets your, yeah. Uh, and then we don't even see him. I don't think he even examines the gorilla. And that's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then it's like, you know, goes into the next chapter. And then, yeah, the way, like, conceiving patients as, like, machines for for labor. Uh, and just, like, correcting their... Uh, doing maintenance so that they can go back and like work again. Um, it's like a dehumanizing system, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. And then you have this like mix, these mix ups of like, Oh, do you have any proof of warranty? And then Mekazawa is like proof of insurance. You mean, right. Um, yeah. And so then we have like this humanoid robot being confused for, for a machine. Um, and then having these horrible consequences. Uh, yeah, the, the parallel between the, like, electronic stealer and the doctor is, uh, it's, it's quite disturbing. Yeah. Uh, also disturbing, unless you had anything to say additional about well, 88. Yeah, another, like, note in here, just, just an important line, I think, as well, in all of this, um, is... So, so one, like they, they go to the specialist to take care of Mekasawa, who immediately is trying to sell them on things. Um, but then there's this part where the specialist is like trying to, uh, lecture the others about like how much he understands the feelings of his patients. Um, where he says, you know, it's sad to see machines get treated so coldly. They have feelings too, you know, and and, you know, uh, Kamiyama and Hayashida here are like, oh, we know that very well. Like, they actually understand and know the person who is Mekazawa. But then immediately he says, so do you have any proof of warranty? Yeah. You know. Undercutting. And, the, like, Mekazawa yeah. has to, like, uh, correct him on that. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, they don't they don't have it. Because yeah, and then there's this appeal to like not even seek like Megazawa is like genuinely concerned about his health and is trying to take care of it. And before this lobotomy, there's like this this uh, plea to seek religion, saying like you might want to contact the maker directly. And it's like, what is that <laughs> going to do for Megazawa? Like, you know? Yeah. No. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a last rates type of. He's already giving yeah. him his last rates. 
Yeah. It's pretty... How is this guy really a doctor? He's starting to piss me off, too. Yeah, I was... I'm getting more pissed off the longer we look at this. Just look look at this dude's face. You know that this is a bad guy. Just, like, by looking at how he's drawn. Yeah. There's just something about him that... I just don't... (laughs) Just don't don't like. It's like if Hayashida sucked. (laughs) Yeah. Like, a lot. If he sucked, like, a lot and owned a business. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, speaking of Hayashida. Yeah. Since last time we did sports ball, we we didn't talk about the two, in my opinion, better chapters that we had for last time. How... So, okay, chapter 86... This is like, <laughs> okay, so I'll just do a quick recap. Hayashida and Takenuchi, uh, so 85 and 86. Um, we get some like, like genuine bonding here between between the two of them. Absolutely. Bonding, and it starts with Takenuchi revealing to Hayashida, like finally revealing to someone that he gets motion sickness, um, which we know he's like, desperately guarded this secret uh and he's like yeah well Hayashida's like dumb and forgetful enough that he's probably a safe safe person to tell because he'll just forget uh and then hijinks ensue and that's kind of 85 uh which we can we can go into in a second but then so after the hijinks they're like at this cafe yeah and I guess this is like the cafe, right? The one where uh, Yamaguchi and, and all them go. Yeah, where Freddy works. Yeah, exactly. I can't I can't remember the name of the purveyor, and I feel slightly bad about that. Uh, but so Hayashida, they're like recapping, um, like, oh, uh, Takenouchi, don't you feel better? Uh, now that you've like admitted your secret, blah blah blah. Takenouchi's like, yeah, actually I do. It, it's it's hard to have a burden, uh, and hide stuff. And uh, and then Hayashida's like, well, you know, I've got actually, I've got my my own secret. And at this point, the re- we the reader and also Takenouchi probably react the same way, which is like, what secret could he possibly have? Uh, and then we get this horrific reveal <laughs> uh, uh, that Hayashida has been wearing a hairpiece, and it's not just a hairpiece; it's like a scalp because of the way his hair is. It's like an entire scalp, yeah, basically. <laughs> Which further begs the question of why couldn't the actor in the Crow High movie just wear a, a skull cap for the the you know, doing the mohawk. Yeah. It's almost as if they didn't study the manga closely enough. Yeah. And really understand, understand it. Uh, but yeah, we get this page turn and it's like, how would you describe Hayashida's actual hair? Um, 
I don't it, know if I have the words for it. Yeah. Um <laughs> it's it's almost Kamiyama esque. Yes, but it's more like slicked down yeah. and to the side. Yeah. Yeah, um, so it's like black slicked down it there I mean there's a name for this hairstyle, I'm sure, that I just don't know. Yeah. Uh but it looks absolutely awful. <laughs> uh especially on Hayashida. It just it looks so bad. And I think this is like the definition Hayashida without his hairpiece is like the definition of discomforting. Yeah. It just one is, isn't what is one is discomforted. Yes. <laughs> Deeply. Uh and <laughs> Takanochi's reaction I think bears that out. Yeah. Uh, but then some more hijinks ensue and uh, Kamiyama comes in. And we, we get the direct comparison here between Kamiyama's hair and Hayashida's real hair. Uh, Kamiyama's definitely looks much better. I don't yeah. know if you agree. Um, Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're not quite as down on Hayashida's hair as, as I am. I mean, I mean, so the thing is, it just doesn't. It feels like he should be a businessman, you know? Yeah, with a with a slightly ill-fitting suit and a tie. Yeah, yeah, and like, well, like especially when he's like has his eyes closed and he's sort of looking down, um, like his head turned down a little bit. It's so it's okay. Thank you for joining us today. Next time we'll be reading chapter uh, 89 from volume 4. You can find the full schedule at xbar.io slash bootdown schedule. If you have questions for us, send the ghost at gmail.com. You can get early access to episodes of this podcast and then others become another patron of the network at xbar.io and listen a week before the public feeds. Or for $5, you get access to exclusive bonus episodes of a variety of podcasts on the network, but especially coffee and comic books. Podcasts where they actually talk about the comics most of the time. If you like this podcast, please tell a friend. They can find the free feed at xbar.io slash bootdown by searching pondering bootdown on the podcast of choice. If you like listening to us, talk we do a lot more of that over at ghost divers which you can find at explore slash ghost divers or by searching ghost divers in your podcast of choice you can find the uh, find the show find the show at ponder on twitter just at boot on ghost you can find me at fox neon twitter ghost or blue sky where you can check my pin tweet or pin shows but not my pins keep because those don't exist yet to find links to all my podcasts where we'll find you connor y'all can find me at rebelay r-e-b-b-l-e-a-i-s on twitter and co-host and our opening theme is again on Yoshio takaro and taking us out today is the motivator by t-rex Class dismissed. Class dismissed.
Love 